1: Let's bring in Melo Miller, a college football writer at the Draft Scout, co-host of the mic Up podcast. You can find him on Twitter, Twitter at Mello. So, Melo, is this like your Super Bowl?
2: It is. I mean, it's 6 a.m. in the morning right here, and I'm awake, and I'm happy, and this is, this is like Christmas morning. I, I get really excited for this stuff.
1: All right, so we've got to talk about your mock draft because there was already a surprise. I saw it number two. You have the Colts trading up for Will Levis. Explain yourself. Uh,
2: there's a lot of smoke going on. And, you know, you talk about betting with, with this stuff. It's so hard because so many people lie about what is happening. But there's, there's a lot of talk about Will Levis to the Colts. And I think that they're going to be working. I think the Texans are going to be working the phones too to try to get somebody to move up to that spot. And, and the Texans will do a good job of making other teams nervous and then they'll call the Colts and say, hey, we've got a lot of teams that want this pick. Do you want to come up and get it? I think that's when they panic and move up to get a guy like Will Levis. For some reason, we're seeing C.J. Stroud slip a little bit in the draft, but I think the Colts and the Mannings want this guy in Indianapolis, and I think uh, tonight we'll see it happen.
0: So, Melo, what is it about Will Levis? What was it, a couple days ago someone posted on Reddit that they talked to someone who was in tune with the Carolina Panthers front office and they were going to take Will Levis instead, and all of a sudden those odds shortened for for a hot second, like he was one of the favorites to go number one overall. Now he's fallen back. Regardless of this smoke or what's going on, why has he seen his draft stock boost, and do you think he's worth the hype?
2: Uh, I'm, I'm with you. It, it sounds like it was a Reddit post where one of Will Levis' yeah. friends was telling everybody that he was going to go first overall. It felt very Ferris Bueller to me. Like, oh, somebody saw him at 31 <laughs> Flavors, and the Panthers said they are going to draft him. <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why I'm not the biggest Will Levis guy, but I think when teams look at him, they see um, they can fix him. You know, they look at him, and they see the big arm, and they see the talent, and they see him playing in an NFL offense. I heard one scouting report yesterday that said that they love the way that he called plays in the huddle. Is that what we're doing now? We just like guys that can talk in the huddle? (laughs) I I don't understand it. I, I haven't been a Will Levis guy, but, you know, I've been wrong before. And, you know, a lot of people questioned Josh Allen when he was coming out, if he could do it. I think they see a lot of the same things with Will Levis, and we'll see what happens. You know, you talk about guys that have slid in the draft. Aaron Rodgers did it a couple of years ago. And a lot of people questioned him guys like Tom Brady went in the sixth round. So the NFL gets it wrong a lot. Too. And we'll see about will ups is just a couple of years ago, Zach Wilson went number two overall, and he's already been replaced as the starter.
1: Oh my goodness. But he had a great pro day. Remember rocket arm. Exactly. God can <laughs> throw it over the stadium. Who cares? You got to be able to throw it to your receivers. So I'm very uh, much uh, on that same train as you. Let's talk about betting on the NFL draft, because for me, it's something that I don't really want to do. Is there anything in this NFL draft that feels like I don't want to say guaranteed, but a safe bet other than CJ or uh, Bryce Young going first overall? Is that even a guarantee?
2: I, I think that's a guarantee. That, that one's a lock. I don't know if the odds are good enough to really put any money on it. It just doesn't feel no, like they're not. It's worth even if you put ten bucks on it. I just I, I don't know that you're winning much in return for that. So I, I wouldn't do it. But there are a couple picks that I like. It we'll levis it too, even that one. I'm kinda of right there with you guys as far as betting on the NFL draft. Because you do hear things, but you have to decipher what is a lie. What what are teams just putting out there because they know they're trying to work the board. These NFL teams just get so In their own head of trying to manipulate other teams, and I think even members of the media trying to manipulate them too. And I don't know, to me, it seems like they sit back in a war room and say, What can we get these guys to put out? Can we get them to tweet that Will Levis will really go number one overall? And maybe we saw a little bit of that last week. But one bet that I really like, and maybe it's a little bit in the weeds here, is first tight end drafted. Michael Myers is a big name out of Notre Dame. We've known about him for a long time since he was a recruit, but I think Dalton Kincaid is going to be the first tight end drafted and you can get him at plus plus one fifty right now. I think that the Packers, some of these teams early in the first round, maybe even the commanders, they're going to look at him. He's such a good athlete. I, I like him as the first tight end drafted tonight.
0: We're talking with Mello Miller, college football writer at the draft scout, also co-host of the mic up podcast. Mello, how good is B. John Robinson?
2: And should he be a top 10 pick? I was hoping you were going to ask me about this, Jinx. This, this is our guy, our Texas mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, it's, it's our I guy. I take off the, the fandom hat of being a Longhorns fan, uh, but when I do that, I think I see one of the best running backs that I've, I've ever seen in the draft. Uh, going back to guys like Najee Harris, I, I think he's better than Najee Harris. I think he's right up there with Saquon and, and what he can do, and he's stayed healthy. Uh, During his time at Texas, I I know a lot of people like to give him the comp of Reggie Bush. He wears number five. He's the electric running back. But to me, he's Ladanian Tomlinson and I'm a big, Damian Tomlinson guy too, but Bijan can do it all and drafting him in the top 10. I'm kind of on the the, the board with not drafting running back super early, but there are a couple teams where it just makes sense for. And one of those teams is the Philadelphia Eagles. And if Bijan is there at number 10, I think he can really elevate this offense that was already phenomenal last year because he's so good catching the ball out of the backfield and in pass protection, even of course, he's great at running the ball, but teams like that, the Dallas Cowboys, the Buffalo Bills, if if he should fall, I don't think he will. It seems like a lock that he's going to go in the top 15. Uh, even the Atlanta Falcons who have loaded up on skill position the last couple of years with Drake London and Kyle Pitts. Sounds like they might add Bijan tonight at pick number eight. And he's the special kind of running back that I think you can draft in the top 10 and you won't look back and regret it.
1: All right, so earlier you kind of apologized for going in the weeds, but we love that here. We love going in the weeds and we love hearing these like one-off bets that you're not going to get anywhere else. So clue us in. Who's the guy that nobody's talking about that may go up the draft board uh, that people are not expecting?
2: I don't, I don't know if there is anybody this year. There have been so many reports of, of guys going up the draft board that I don't know that there's any that are really surprising me. Uh, I, I guess Bijan a couple weeks ago probably would have been a surprise. I'll give you one more name. I don't know if it's a big surprise, but it's Zay Flowers, the receiver out of Boston College. And that's another positional bet you could put down. It felt like Jackson Smith and Jigbo was going to be the lock to go number, wide receiver one. Now it sounds like Zay Flowers is really getting a lot of attention. He might even get drafted. Uh, The Chiefs were doing a lot of work on this guy last week, the last two weeks. They pick at number 31, and there's no way in hell Zay Flowers is going to make it to pick number 31. He's going to go much higher in the draft than uh, a lot of people thought he was two weeks ago.
0: Mello, if you're the Texans, do you go defense because they have D'Amico Ryan's great defensive player himself, or do you take a quarterback? I, I sort of keep hearing that quarterbacks might be overvalued here. It's not going to be as many quarterbacks as you might think in the top 10, but you know how the NFL gets. If they see a quarterback they like, these teams go crazy. What do you think the Texans do?
2: If, if I were the Texans at two, I would go with C.J. Straub. I I like him, and I like Bryce Young. When it gets to guys like Anthony Richardson, I, I think he's a little bit of a project, so drafting him in the top five is Maybe a little bit of a question for me. Uh, maybe the Seahawks could since they already have a starter there. But if I'm the Texans, I, I would roll the dice. I would take a quarterback this year. You have two first-round picks that are super high. You you can get a quarterback. And I think C.J. Stroud can be a franchise quarterback for you. There's already a lot of talk of, about the 2024 draft and, and how good those quarterbacks are, but... I, I think that if you're in that spot right now, look at what the Texans did last year. They thought they were going to be drafted number one all year, and then they lose that number one pick in the last week of the season. I think that you've got a blessing in disguise here with C.J. Stroud at number two. So for, for me, I would take the quarterback. I, I think it's really tough to pass up on quarterbacks in this league. What's
1: happening with C.J. Stroud? What is the reason for him falling on people's draft boards? Like, I can't put my finger on. I'm not connected with these front offices. Is there something that you have seen or heard that has made him kind of fall in the process? Or do you think it's a smokescreen?
2: I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, I, there's this new test out there that everybody's talking about, which is called the S2 test, which is kind of replacing the Wonderlick. They looked at that and thought it was a little bit outdated. And there's rumors that he didn't do too well on the S2 test. And I, I think that plays into it a little bit. But I also think it is a lot of smoke of teams that are picking at four or seven or teams that want to move up are saying, like, oh, CJ Stroud did really bad here. And you can't look at his tape and say, oh, there's a hole in this game. You can't look at his combine and say he performed poorly at the combine because he's checked every box along the way. That's why I think that we're seeing this with the S2 test. They don't put out the results publicly, but teams get those results So I think people are saying that he did poorly on that, and maybe he did, but to me I don't think it's a big enough of a difference maker for him to slide down the draft board, uh, even to number four, number seven, like I said. I I think the teams like the Titans are still even in play to try to come up and draft a quarterback, and it might be C.J. Strapp. If if he falls past the second pick, I will be surprised and a little bit disappointed just because I think that he is QB2 in this class, and I think he's a really good franchise quarterback.
0: Hello, just a couple of minutes here, so we don't have a ton of time, but I wanted to ask you, which big name do you think is a little overrated or maybe to put it more nicely, has more question marks than others do?
2: Can I say Will Levis again? <laughs> uh, I didn't go yeah. too hard on him earlier, but I, just, I don't see it with Will Levis at all. And even part of me wonders, if the guy didn't eat bananas weird, would we be talking about it? If he didn't put mayonnaise in his coffee, would we be talking about Will Levis, because when I turn on the tape at Kentucky, I don't see much production there. And maybe these NFL teams will get him and they'll fix him, like you said, but I just don't see it. To me, he's not a first-round quarterback, and he's a guy that's probably going to be drafted in the top five. And I, I hate to go in on you know these college kids, but when I look at him as a football player, I'm just not seeing what the NFL is seeing.
1: Ooh, a strong take there. It feels like Will Levis is definitely somebody you either like a lot or you think he's gonna be a complete bust. We shall see what happens tonight on the or in the NFL Draft. Great insight from Melo Miller. You can find him as the co host of the Mic'd Up podcast and also also a college football writer at the Draft Scout. Mello, thanks for waking up early. We know it's a big day for you, so we appreciate you taking some of your day to stop by and talk to us. Thanks for stopping by.
2: Thank you, guys. Let's do it again soon.
1: For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.